0: It's another Saturday Night in Comedy, and tonight it's all about the Bosom Buddies. That's right, the BFFs, the comedy comrades, the ones who've been kicking it on and off the stage. We have a couple of comics who have been best friends for years, both in the clubs and outside hanging out. We'll get the origin stories from both of them, or all four of them, should I say, in this episode. But sit back, relax. It's all about platonic brotherly love with these sets of comedic, hilarious and one-of-a-kind comedy duos. Roll the intro.
1: Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
0: Welcome back to an all-new Inside Jokes right here uh, on 640 Toronto. Uh, A special episode in lieu of Valentine's Day. I mean, everybody's doing those romantic stuff, like, you know, uh, couples in comedy. No, 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 no. Here on Inside Jokes, we are showcasing some of the best duos, not necessarily duos in it, it that they're performing together, but duos in it. They're like, they're like best buds. It's a Bosom Buddies episode. Friends in comedy who are on and off the stage, hanging out in the green room, in the bars, batting material off each other. I mean, it's all about what the com- camaraderie, that's the word I'm trying to get out, camaraderie of comedy is all about. And uh, Dean Young is away this week, so it is myself, Vince Tresco, that is hosting. I should have mentioned that right off the first day
2: to do a buddy episode when you don't have your buddy with you.
0: I know he left me hanging. That voice you hear is of Nitish Shakuja, and his one-on-one comedy duo, his brother in comedy, is another one, Mr. Danny Martinello. Welcome to the panel, boys.
2: Thank Hello, you. thanks for having um,
0: us. You kind of been. I, I wanted you guys on because yes, you guys are friends on and off the stage. Yes, you guys have toured together. But I like labeling you two kind of the bad boys of comedy. You don't, you don't oh. give an F, as they say, or an AF. Or I guess that doesn't really make sense. But you don't really give an F uh, about what you guys say on or off the stage. You guys are your true selves. Um, so to kick off this origin story, as I was chit-chatting with Danny a little bit off the air, how did it all start? What, How long has this been going on, this kind of brotherly bromance?
2: Man, a long time.
3: Yeah, I'd say, like I was telling uh, Vince here, I think it was like the first time I met you was when I came to Humber in like 2009 or 10 and then started doing shows. But then I never really like, uh, I went back out west. And then I think we uh, officially fully kicked it off when I came, moved back here in like four years later at, in 2014.
2: Yeah, yeah, first time I ever saw Danny, I was just starting to do the open mics and I went to the show and I just saw this guy with like a neon green hat. <laughs> pretending to be a giraffe on stage and i was like who the hell is this guy he's insane but um it turned out to be danny yeah hey,
0: so i mean you guys have actually known each other from when you actually started your careers then it's yeah, not yeah, like you yeah. stumbled across each other like hey you're funny hey you're funny you guys have known each other from inception almost right
2: yeah, yeah i'd say yeah yeah we haven't really started doing stuff together till more recently though but
0: well, that's what I kind of want to get into. What was it? We'll start with Danny. Danny, what was it about Natasha essentially that kind of like, hey, you know what? I can actually work with this guy. I can work yeah, with this guy. He
3: had the vision.
0: He had the vision. Okay. Yeah. Now, for those who are not in the comedy industry and are listening at home, what is the vision of a comic, a Canadian comic?
3: I'd probably say just that like anything's attainable as well as like a lot of people kind of look at like. I don't know, maybe short-term success or like short-term followers or like that kind of gratitude and towards that. But then it's like uh, a lot of people almost have like a, uh, I don't know, like a block or a ceiling or a cap to what they think they can achieve here in comedy, let alone the Canadian comedy. And I found that Tish was one that was more uh, outward thinking and and kind of like... uh, I don't know, just fun to hang around with all in general, as well as just funny off stage and on stage, and kind of had like a uh, I could share almost uh, goals or dreams or aspirations with them, and they wouldn't be shot down with realistic thoughts or like uh, or or thoughts of like uh, self limiting. He was more so kind of like, yeah, we can do that and we can do this. So it was like uh, I don't know. I, I just found uh, Natish had a uh, a larger grasp on. Uh, on imagination, as well as what 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 can be attained, and and uh, he didn't really care what other people thought; he just cared what the audience thought and what he thought of his own self. So that's kind of what gravitated towards towards him.
0: He's not dead, Danny. It wasn't like a memorial. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: uh, Natish, what would you like to second. say about Danny now that we've laid him to rest? Did you did you uh, see the same vision in Danny, Natish?
2: Yeah, Danny's the man. Um he's one of those guys that he always he's always traveling. He he'll book a a trip somewhere without having any shows booked, end up there and end up doing shows all week and leaving a name for himself wherever he goes. And I tell him all the time, I'm like, I need him to keep doing that because I need to someone to open for as things get better for him. Um because he's on a he's on a trajectory that's gonna be crazy. And he's a killer. He's fun to hang out with. And honestly, there's a lot of comics. There's not a lot of comics, I'm not trying to be cocky, but like be after calm. he goes on stage, he scares me. You know what I mean? If I have to follow him, it's terrifying. I mean, I can do it, but it's scary, you know? And there's not a lot of comics that put that fear in you that make you feel like an open micer again just before you go up and do a show. Don't be
3: scared of the light. The light okay. will guide you through your darkness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that kind of leads me into my next question because you guys have obviously toured together, right? So mm-hmm. who's the headliner?
3: We oh, uh, there ain't no headliners here. You know, we're just two average guys trying to make a name for ourselves and make our mama proud. You know,
0: you're not getting sick on Danny. I mean,
2: we, we we often switch it up, but yeah. um, yeah. there are I times where it. I walk into a show and you feel the vibe of the room, and you're like, "All right, Danny, you close this one out."
0: Yeah, that's a Danny crowd, and that's in a Tish crowd. You can kind yeah, of can
2: tell it. sometimes. You know, yeah. yeah, Danny has that raw energy, and if he gets going, it is very hard to do anything after he is done. Level no. of comedy, anything you could. Well, I, I
0: I've seen a couple of festivals where Danny, you know, he, he's kind of owned the room. You know that um, when was the last time or one of the last times we talked to you, Danny? You were just you won that was at the Seattle Comedy Festival? Yeah, I went. I
3: went Seattle. I think the last time you guys talked to me,
0: yeah. Second
2: Canadian ever,
0: second Canadian ever. Now, Natish, Danny also works clean. Is that something you could address to? Um.
2: I mean, I guess you've only seen Danny work clean, then. Uh, no, I'm not saying
0: I'm Danny He's he a filthy, work
2: clean. he is a filthy, filthy man. Uh, I know Danny can work so, dirty,
0: but I'm saying he's no, he can work still clean. Um,
2: yeah, I can, I can work clean too. Definitely. Um, I don't. I'm not even really that dirty of a comic. Um, maybe some of the subject matter, and I drop the occasional f bombs too many times. But um, yeah. yeah, working clean. Well, he
0: looks is- like a comma, ain't it, Tish?
2: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> It's a small adjustment. It's just remember you're talking to your mom and then be politer.
0: Now, as you guys have been friends for whatever, 12 plus years, 10 plus years, what's kind of something you guys can take from each other? Like, Danny, I've learned this from Natasha. I've seen him grow in this way. Is there anything that sticks up with you, Danny?
3: Yeah, I'd say, like, I have a tendency to kind of, like, scramble or if, like, I'm not necessarily... uh maybe if my bits aren't hitting as strong as I'd like to, I kind of like run out of the pocket to find another passer to throw it to or whatever. And I find Natish is regardless of what goes down, he just stays in the pocket and it's real admirable to kind of watch him do that. Where in a sense where it's like, okay, like even if an audience member isn't in on it, he just stays with it and then converts them to it by the end of it. And and it's, it's nice to watch where it's almost in my, I don't know if it's the ADD in me where I'm like, I gotta get, gotta go, gotta go and, you know, and, and have that punch but it's it's awesome just to watch natish sit back in his words and his jokes and then just throw bombs and like sling them downfield regardless of how 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 much pressure is on him in the situation but it's just nice to watch him kind of sit there and and uh, we have a different cadence and pacing so it's nice to watch him on the other side where he is having these huge shots come out like from him at stage and giving them but just in a sense of like Here's the words, here's the energy, here's the flow, and then get everybody on board by the end in a, in a grand laugh. So it's it's nice to watch that. That's what I've learned from him as well as not to give a shit about whatever's going on and just enjoy the process and to trust it and know that we are funny. And and at times when we don't think we're funny, that's when we're the funniest. So it's kind of like... It's, nice. It's nice. I love
0: the football cliches too.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big sports guy over here. You know?
0: <laughs> Now, Natish, is there anything you kind of learn from Danny or see Danny do that you kind of like, hey, I can kind of I can kind of adapt to that?
2: Yeah, one thing I've, I'm still trying to do, I don't I I don't think I've even come close to adapting. It is just learning how to like uh, use that energy and, and command a room like that. Um, we, When we were in Australia, we were on tour and this this old guy told us, um, I forget his name, but he was like an old legend in Australia. And he came up to me and Danny and he was like, you have a voice learn to use it. And that really stuck out with me because I watched this guy use his voice all the time, you know, and I'm very mellow, um, very um, one tone the whole time. And I feel like if I can learn how to use energy in different times, uh, switching out of the pocket like he's talking about, I think it could add another, um, you know, another weapon to the arsenal.
0: Now, Natish, for those listeners listening at home and following along on their scorecards, can you explain what the voice is, the comedic voice on stage? Yeah. Like it, how would you do that?
2: For, so when you first start comedy, you you just start telling the jokes that you've written down. and Correct. But you don't know how to tell them properly. You can write them and tell them in your head. But the way you tell, tell them properly is when you're talking with your friends and you're talking like who you are. Uh, and that person on stage, when you first start, is not you you're nervous there's all these energies going on it's different but once you learn how to be yourself on stage that's that's the voice you know and your normal self you have different tones you scream you yell you're sad you're happy uh so if you can incorporate all of those different energies on stage in yourself that's there's
0: well, no a lot of the talk- what Danny was talking about too i guess right
2: yeah absolutely yeah yeah
0: so all those little nitty sacks and Danny boys listening at home right now, curled up in front of their radios, listening and wanting to dive in to comedy, you got to find the voice. You got to you got to develop that. Would you say? Would you call it another persona on stage? I even another that persona.
2: It's you. It's you. You got to learn to be you off stage and on stage. There should you get to a point where there's no difference when you walk up those stairs onto the stage. You're the same person. You're not going. Okay, it's time for this. You know. Yeah. But unless that's your shtick or whatever. Uh, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to do that kind of comedy.
3: I find it's like uh, it's more of a tap into the muse, kind of in the sense where it's like, uh, you know, you got to kind of put on that like, I wouldn't say like character, but it's also like you are like okay, like, like oh, yeah, you're, you're putting on a jacket, and you're
2: yeah. like okay, you all right, now, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah you But you are cool you.
2: In. You are who you are off stage. You, you are know, your, uh, the same
0: beautiful. person. Beautiful. I love it. Boys, a little bit more with the crew, The Bad Boys of Comedy, Danny Martinello and Tisha Kuja. Stick with us. We'll be right back here on Inside Jokes 640 Toronto. Hey,
3: it's Danny Martinello. You're listening to Inside Jokes. Turn up that dial and let that volume pierce your eardrums.
2: I'm the definition of
3: half man half.
2: That's the clubs, that boy, that's what's up. After Bucks, crush crews after us. No games, we ain't much.
0: Welcome back to Inside Joke 640 Toronto. Right now, right now we're talking with some bosom buddies, the best friends in comedy on and off the stage. I'm Vince Tedesco, and each and every week this show is sponsored by our good friends at Hakeem Optical, giving you a new view on comedy. Hakeem Optical, makers of fine, fine eyewear. Uh, gentlemen on Hi. the panel today, best friends in comedy for over what, 10, 12 years, we'll say, uh, yeah, Danny yeah. Martinelli, Natish Shakuja. Now I want to play a game with the both of you as some questions were kind of given out. Uh, I want to know how well you guys know each other. So if you will, let's, uh, let's play a little BFF game. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Danny. Sorry. We'll start with Natish. Natish. Uh what would you say was the best thing Danny ever ate? You guys have been on the road together, you've shared meals together. Is there a meal that he kind of always kind of craves about? What's the best thing Danny ever ate?
2: Um I would say besides Arby's, uh his, his girlfriend's butt.
0: His what his girlfriend's butt?
2: Yes. <laughs>
3: I only do that on special occasions and certain anniversaries, all right? It's not an everyday meal, but it's just something that needs to be eaten from time to time.
0: Uh, Natish, Danny said his mom's eggplant parm. Close enough.
2: Close enough <laughs> to what? Harvey's first <laughs> girlfriend's ass! <laughs> That's up for you to decide.
0: Uh, Natish... <laughs> If you got a phone call tomorrow morning and it was Danny was arrested, you immediately would think he was arrested for what?
2: Definitely murdering an audience member. Oh. Like, like, not anything crazy. Like he would just throw his microphone into the audience after he killed a set with just a little bit too much gusto and just murder a lady.
0: No. A woman,
2: said- eh? I <laughs>
0: oh, like, that's the script. Danny said public urination. <laughs> Same would the your put- and, thing, <laughs> and if danny made it big if he made the millions signed a deal netflix amazon prime i don't know paramount one of the streaming services what would be the first thing you think he'd buy
2: um his favorite guns and some horses
0: beautiful and nailed it oh now tish do you know your boy or do you know your boy
2: why, what did he say? On
0: one. You won one for three, though, really. Now, Danny, we asked the same.
2: Wait, what did he say for the third one? He said well, guns. I'm going to
0: ask the- him now. I'm going to ask oh. him. He was right. A ran- he said a ranch or guns.
2: Okay.
3: All right, a Danny. A couple horses are going to be on that ranch. Best believe that. Mm-hmm, I'll tell
0: you. Now, Danny, um, Natish answered those same questions. So, what do you think the best thing Natish ever ate?
3: I don't I, uh... Am I supposed to give real answers or Natish answers now? I don't know. Like... I
0: think Natish had the, the exercise confused. Wait till I'm, I'm gonna,
3: I don't know. I'm going to say something about a burger. I want to say a burger.
0: Close enough. It's your girlfriend's ass.
3: Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> her her meat burger.
0: Her meat burger. <laughs> if, if Natish was arrested, if Natish was arrested and you got a phone call tomorrow morning, you immediately would think what? Now, think of Natish's answer.
2: You know what? I gave you I just I just read what I did and I
0: <laughs> I know what you did Natish I know what you did. <laughs> you just you just
2: reread whatever you sent me. Yeah.
0: Cuz Natish said he'd probably think I was convicted for murdering on stage throwing a mic into the audience. I, I thought you were asking
2: about Danny. That's why when we got here I was like, man, you never asked me any of these questions.
0: No. Of course I <laughs>
3: For Natish, I'm just gonna legitly say I think he's probably got arrested at customs because they found something
2: in his bag. That's what I want to say. I wanna said I would get caught with weed in the wrong place.
0: There you go. That just makes, you know, a lot of sense. And then Danny, for the last question, bring it home. What do you think uh Natish would buy if he all of a sudden made the millions?
3: Probably a couple cars and then invest in a grow up.
2: <laughs>
0: I'll take it.
2: I'll he's take not, it. He's not far off.
3: I'd say say he'd try to become the burner of uh, Canadian (laughs) stand-up comedy and start to grow up and then head up his buddies over in L.A. and start a nice nice global ambassador project for uh, Canadian
0: Wow. Do you guys know each other or do you guys know each other? Now, I mean, all the jokes aside and stuff like that, have you guys actually...
3: And then we'd eat my girl's butthole. Options. Of course, of course.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'd share bread and say it's your favorite meal too, isn't it?
0: That's
2: why when I sent those questions, when I sent those into you, and you started asking me to repeat them, yeah, was he just confirming what I said was okay? No, no. it's yeah. like uh, <laughs>
0: whatever, the newlywed game or whatever.
2: I see what I did wrong.
0: No worries, Natish. I, I, <laughs> I was uh, jokes aside, though. As you guys tour a lot, you, you you share the green room a lot. You perform at the same clubs. Have you guys actually had the talk outside of comedy where it's not all jokes, where it's not spitballing ideas back and forth? Do you guys have those talks where it gets like deep? Like, what are we doing? Where do we see ourselves in five years? What's happening with our careers?
3: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We had a a four-hour balcony talk where we were in Melbourne staring at the skies. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's just introspectiveness about like, comedy and life in general and and i don't know i think anybody that doesn't really have those talks is kind of delusional for sure or like yeah. uh not realistic with their life you know you got to have those ones where it's like
2: you know What's are you doing, doing? man <laughs> yeah you think
0: that makes kind of like the dynamic duo the best friend vibe is when you can have the jokes but you can also have the serious talks
2: you have oh,
3: yeah even, even the talks where it's just like hey man like yo that bit kind of stinks <laughs> so it's like but like all things right it's like i don't know i see that with like even if it's out of comedy you should have that with your friends and you know like do those kind of check-ins as well as like see it where like hey like you know where do you see yourself going from this okay well if you think you're doing that well then you, i don't know if you should be doing this at this point and kind of things and and vice versa and it had to you know talk me off the ledge several times too where it's just like no man just keep doing what you're doing stay with it you know because you I don't know. After being so long in this game, you kind of wonder what's going on. Are these tires just spinning and shit? But
0: now, now speaking about the game, uh Danny, you got a big weekend coming up. Yuck Yucks Toronto, you're recording your first album. Tell us. Yeah, about
3: we're, that. yeah. Yeah, we're putting some jokes to tape and then sending it over to Minor and uh trying to get those Juno nods and seeing if they want a nice little uh, Anglo-Canadian white boy from Alberta up on those nominations.
0: Awesome. Natish, what do you got coming up?
2: Um, I also got an album coming out probably on March 10th, I believe is the release day. Um, it's called Person. Other than that, um, just come check out some shows. Google me, come to the corner comedy club.
0: oh yeah, you're a regular there, brother. We know that. Yes, sir. Shout out the corner, check Danny out this weekend at Yuck Yucks Boys. It's been a slice and a half. Bosom buddies, best friends, comrades in comedy, Danny martinello Allen, Natisha Kuja. Thanks so much for joining us today. No
2: Thank you, thanks, right, friends.
0: Friends. we'll chat down the road.
2: absolutely and i'll answer the questions properly next time my bad
0: (laughs) natish we still love you buddy thanks again
2: all right have a good night guys bye danny
0: see you buddy thanks again
1: hey this is frank spadone and you're listening to inside jokes on am 640 don't change the channel you bacalas there's more coming up or we're gonna do more whatever
0: Well, let me tell you about my best friend Welcome back to Inside Jokes. I'm your host this week, Vince Tedesco, end. and always well, brought to you by my Hakeem Optical, keeping those harsh UV rays out of this bipolar winter we're having. Some days it's hot, some days it's cold. Today it's plus 10, tomorrow it's minus 30. You be the judge. Hakeem Optical, makers of fine eyewear. Just don't look at the sun directly. All right, back into the action. Here we are, our Bosom Buddies episode, Best Friends in Comedy. Uh, thank you again to Danny Martinello and Natisha Kuja. Um, they didn't like the moniker Bad Boys of Comedy, but I kind of give it to them Bad Boys of Comedy. Let's see if the boy, these boys like the moniker Bad Boys of Comedy, even though I know for 100% they are the OGs of Bad Boys of Comedy. Please give it up for Mr. Frank Spadone, Mr. Angelo Tarukas. Gentlemen, how are we doing?
1: We're good. We're good. How you doing, Vince?
0: We're, we're holding in, as they say, living the dream, as they proclaim. Mr. Tsaroukas, I thank you once again for getting up in the early a.m.s of L.A. time. But being that we're going through a bipolar winter in Canada, I give you no pity as it's sunny and bright and shiny every day in Los Angeles. How you feeling?
4: Good, Vince. Uh, <laughs> nice, to, nice to see you again, uh, as always. Uh, look, the the weather just got a little better here. I'll be honest; it's been the worst. Well, the worst winter, but we've had a lot of rain and 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 crappy weather.
1: The time I've been here,
0: God, hey, LA, yeah, It's a like a bad. Here.
1: It's like a bad summer day for us. basically. I know, hey,
0: but let, and to be honest, when it rains in LA, it does make the news because it rarely rains in LA. It never it, rains. Yeah, it, it rains like six times a year. Now. <laughs> Now, we, we've we been kind of putting the moniker on this episode, The Bosom Buddies in Comedy, and we want to get the origin stories. And as much as friends do, they all have a how did we meet, when did it all start. But you guys have been at this for a while. We're talking over 20 years. So, Ange, I'm going to throw it to you first. Do you remember the first time you kind of met Mr. Spino?
4: Yeah. I, I want to say it was at the uh, Yuck Yucks at, uh Young and Eglinton. The OG Yuck Yucks. OG Yucks. Well, the OG Yucks was at 1280 Bay Street. That was the Uptown Club.
0: Oh wow, that's
4: important. <laughs> and I and I had uh, I remember sitting there and I, and Frank uh, had just gone on, and I and I saw this funny guy. I went up and I, and I you know I liked them right away. It's like speed dating for comics. You either <laughs> like them or you don't like them. And then I went up to him. and I said, "Hey, my name's Ange. You know, he's hey, let was going So we. Right away, you know, he's Italian. I'm Greek. There's a connection there, but forget forget that. It was just uh, I like Frank. We said he goes, "Hey, let's hang out," and then we got to talking. And I'd see him, and we kept in touch. And then, then shortly after that, you know, you know, you know, you know, Vince just um, so you know, the original ethnic show at Just for Laughs was the show that Frank and I both came up with.
0: Wow. Now, Ange for the millennials and the Gen Zers and uh, whatever the want to call the new generation, what year are we talking here? <laughs> 1990, 1990.
4: 98,
1: 99. Nine, yeah. Me and Ange have okay. known each other Please. since the late Remember? 90s. 99, late 90- probably, Ange 98, 99. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Ang is right. It was the Yak yuck I was going to say, I was looking at him like, you know that, you know, when you, you like comics do this, they, 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 they'll always ask a couple, how long you've been married? And then the man always looks at the woman because the woman, <laughs> and I felt, and I, and I felt when Ang started saying, I want to say it was around. I'm like, yes, it is Ang. I feel <laughs> like, I feel like I'm the, um, the woman here, but, um, uh, it was, it was Yak yuck I remember seeing Ang across a crowded room. He was, sitting, he was sitting in the row behind me, where the comics used to hang out in the back. Was there a green room? Was there There wasn't a green room at the... I was, remember.
0: think there was, right? Yeah, there wasn't one. There right. might have been a you small young one. Hamilton, by, and I've never had a green room?
1: They might have had a small area by the stage. <laughs> but a lot of the comics, when it wasn't busy, would stay at the back of the room where the sound booth was. And that's right. where me and Eng, uh first fell in love, um, <laughs> where we met. And we were just friends ever since. And then, uh, as ethnic comedy started growing, uh, we we started doing shows uh, together. We thought, why not? You know, we started getting popular in our own um, you know demographics. So we thought, let's expose each other. And
4: um, but you know, Frank, you're, and you know Vince. Originally, the original show was me, Frank, and Russell Peters.
0: Right. We that all met at that
4: restaurant Hello Lucy on King Street
0: for hey, lunch. Hey Lucy, I remember that restaurant.
4: Hey Lucy, Mattel is hey. still there. Yeah, and uh, we were gonna, and then shortly after
1: Russell blew up, man, like he he freaking blew up like big time, and then he, he the, literally uh, blew up after he stepped out of Hey Lucy, and we're like, yeah. like. <laughs> and me <laughs> and Ange were still we're left behind, basically.
0: Uh, I, I also <laughs> want to add though, I mean, like for for people listening and the comedy lovers out there. Every comic sort of goes to like a graduating class when you come up with your peers. And this is kind of the era we're talking about. So this is like on the on the verge of Russell Peters becoming the big name that he is. But, you know, you didn't do it alone. You, 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 you come up with other comics. And Angelo Sarukas and Frank Spadone are certainly big enough names that they carry their weight when they come up with that graduating class. So this is the era we're talking about in comedy. Much like Danny and Tish both started when they were coming out of like, I mean, yeah. they, they said Humber. I mean, they're talking yeah. school, like that is the, the the beginning, the the essence of their career. You guys have already been doing it for a while and you guys found each other. Now you also mentioned green rooms, which lack there was at the old Yuck Yucks, but have you guys ever been in the green room and been like, hey, you're on the, we're on the same show. And then there have been other comics who just don't get the vibe that you two have. And you're like, either we got to leave this place because we ain't with these people, or other people are just like, I'm just going to get a cup of water outside and let you guys talk. Have you yeah. ever kind of dominated because of your friendship over other comics?
4: Well, comics can be weirdos. So when <laughs> you're in the green room, they'll, they'll, but we're with Frank, we're always talking about where we're going to go eat. Yeah. Hey, uh, He's yeah, a, a common, you know. Some guys are not not comfortable ever. They're just weirdos. I think, and I, don't, I mean it in a good way. They're just not social. We're social people, but and well, most comics aren't. I mean, I don't know how Frank feels about it,
1: but no, Edge is right. Like when me and Edge are together, we uh, we always have a good time. Yeah, we're always talking. Actually, I think we talked about food before we we yeah, I'm so on to come
0: onto your show. Uh, so you guys have better success opening a buffet than a comedy
1: Yeah, we're the friendliest guys. I mean, I have my quirks. I get a little anxious before the show, and Edge knows. Edge sees me. Uh, you want to see? Honestly. There sometimes there's a show before the show. You wanna see some quirkiness in people's characters. Go backstage before a show or go like back in the green room and you'll see there's the person that talks a lot and blah 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 because they're you know, their their anxieties going. There's the person who gets all quiet. What's great about Ange is when I'm with Ange, he kinda calms me down a little bit i i you know especially when we're putting on our own shows i'm thinking about this and the 10 the lights is everything right and angie's like don't worry everything's gonna be okay and uh, and um <laughs> but we're honestly i don't think anyone's ever left unless they got intimidated angie because we know each other so well you know when you go to new york and those comics know each other you feel like the third well, wheel Yeah, that's again. the vibe
0: i'm talking about that's yeah.
1: happened that i mean i think that's happened to me where i don't know the comics i'm in a new city or whatever and i but then it's it's amazing that you go to some cities and you think no one's gonna know me and they're like hey frank how's it going i'm like oh wow they they you know they they know who i am i guess in canadian comedy well
4: you know it's funny you say that frank in la when you go to the green room every week you don't know somebody yeah it, it's so many comics so everybody everybody tries to be nice because you don't know who's who that's
1: right, right. You, you know, know who's, it's been nice.
0: no mentioned mentioned no it's funny,
1: funny. there is a, there is a camaraderie right like we it's funny because we're all in there individually trying to kick ass for ourselves. And we're not trying to make it necessarily hard for the other comic, but we're doing, we want to do our best. But, and there is this support, right? But then sometimes it's like, Oh shit, now I got to go on after that, 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 that that person really, you know, did well. Like, you're almost like, ah, like, wow. And then you got to bring up, but, but that's what comedy is. It brings up your A game, you know, that's how you get better.
0: Which perfect wow, did you read my notes? Because it leads <laughs> to the next question. i uh, um, because you guys are friends, is there I'm not I don't want to use the word battle, but is there sometimes a battle with each other? Like you guys try to one up or oh Angie's doing it this way, I should try this way, or Angie killed this set. I really gotta bring my A game, or I mean, is there? I mean, there's competitiveness in any industry, but of when, course. It comedy, when it comes to comedy, how how much of that do you aim bestow on yourself? Or B want to bestow like I can I can really get the audience to kill it like I can, I, I, I need this set like
4: it depends Bill have... you know, Vince it yeah. depends on the night like I mean it, it, I like when they say competitive the, the idea is you got to go up and be funny we did a show uh, a few years ago in Ottawa Frank went up we, we we alternate who closes the show right and Frank went up and destroyed it to the point where he got a standing O. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and it's like um. And it was good. And it's. I mean, it's like. It, but it',
1: it amazing, it. too. Yeah. Sorry, and- sorry
4: Frank. When, when it happened for me, that's not. I'm not. It's not that I'm upset that Frank did well because he's a funny comic. You're like shit. I gotta follow this guy now, right? You know I, what I'm saying? I but, but, that's good though. I, I don't. I never see it like. Look, any given night, someone can smash it. Any given night. Yeah. Uh, you talk with Danny Martinello. Yeah. I did a- you know, Danny would open for me when I was in Edmonton and stuff. I like Danny. I was helping him when he was coming up because I really liked him. He reminded me of a little bit of me and Frank almost. Like if Frank and I had a kid, it would be Danny Martinelli.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this clip. Go ahead. But Danny could fucking smash it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Danny's you know, all these guys, I mean, And,
1: so. and I'll, I'll tell you something. I've been on where Angie smashed it, and <laughs> I've had to go on after him. And that's been many times. And you know what? It's weird because you always think the other person is doing amazing. And then you go on and you're like, oh, am I doing as well? But really, uh, how is a lot like golf though, right? You can't, or when you're swimming, you can't really look, you got to stay in your lane. You got to focus on yourself and, and, and you gotta, and you you can't like golf, like golf. You gotta, you gotta, you can't let things get into your kitchen. As they say that you can't let things get into your head. You got to go out there because we're all good. And I'll tell you something: I love doing shows with Angie. It doesn't matter when I go on. If I go, he comp like we complement each other. That's how I feel.
0: Like that's, that's that's kind of the best way you can kind of look at friends in comedy. Yeah, Keep people complement yeah. each other. We're smashing. We're grabbing. We're swinging. We're putting. We're having it all here on Inside Jokes. We'll be back after the break with more Angelo Tarukas and Frank Spadone bosom buddies in comedy. Stick with us, Vince Teresco. Inside jokes, 6.0 The Rock.
2: What's going on? It's your boy Natish Sakuja. Apparently, I'm a bad boy. Uh, I want you to listen to inside jokes, but also, I'm a bad boy, so maybe you shouldn't listen to me. <music>
0: Welcome back to Inside Jokes. I'm your host, Vince Tasco. Each and every week, we're brought to you by Hakeem Optical. Hakeem Optical, makers of fine men's eyewear. Mo Green wishes he had a pair. Letter, it's a godfather reference, I got shot in the eye. Not that Hakeem makes bulletproof eyewear, ladies and gentlemen. They do not make bulletproof eyewear. But it's fashionable. It is fashionable eyewear. Sitting with me on our panel, Bosom Buddies and Comedy, Mr. Frank Spadal, Mr. Angelo Sarukas. Boys, how are we doing? Fantastic.
1: uh, Fantastic.
0: Can you feel the momentum in the air? This is all. now. Prior to the show, we asked you gentlemen some questions on how well you may have known each other, sort of our dating game uh, or sort of the the BFF dating game, if you will. So, if uh, without further ado, let let's start. Frank, actually, we're going to start with you. All right. Three questions I asked Angelo. Let's okay. see how well you know your. your Are we going to
1: go back and forth, or just all me?
0: We're going to go all you. Okay. And then we'll go. And well, then we'll we'll do with Ange. Okay. So. What is your all-time? What would you think would be your all-time worst gig? What was Angela's all-time worst gig? Oh
1: man, Angela doesn't have worst gigs.
0: Oh, oh. look at that! Angela's kissing her ass already. <laughs> what I I
1: there? Was I, It had Ah, oh, man. Comics like to forget about their worst gig and bury it in the back of their brain. Um, what would have been your worst? Ang- I don't know. We had was I'm it like a corporate- it for you. I know. Planet, I'm asking water, him. a paper. We only talk about the good ones. Anyway, uh, we talk about ex- uh, bad ex-girlfriends. That's for sure. But okay. we don't. <laughs> talk but his about worst
0: that. gig would be where? Hold on you're yeah. killing me on airtime right now.
1: I'm not a good friend. I I can't I can't even. You're not winning
0: it. any money, Sproul.
1: Anything? Just- I know. Just it had to be a corporate, but I don't know where it was.
0: And, and said, Niagara Falls, yuck, yucks with Manolis. Oh, yes.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> Shout out to I Manolis. was thinking on stage not- <laughs> I know why he said that. Yes. Yeah, okay. Frank was there. That's why he said it. Yeah. Well, there you go, Frank. You were there. Yeah, we talked to, damn it. Okay, I so thought, I, was thinking when,
4: I was I thinking, it happened, but it was.
1: I was thinking, when did Ange ever bomb? And I couldn't think of a of, – so that's a compliment, Ange. But I get why he said that. That was the worst. That was a bad game. Was the I game? I wasn't in there. You were. So.
0: In All right. did that. Best, best meal he always talks about. What's a place that he always talks about?
1: A place or – okay. Or the best meal he had. I know we talk about this a lot, and that's um, Ponzo's at my mom's.
0: Oh, it's up and there, instead, but uh, Golden Frank. Palace Restaurant. Oh,
4: the- <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, Frank? You know, look. Frank's mom's Ponzo's, as far as homemade cooking go, is in the top two. I hear you. Okay.
0: I hear you.
1: No, we have yeah with him, many of him together. Golden Palace,
0: Ottawa. Yeah. Now here we go. Let's see if we can redeem yourself on the last one. I'm I'm bad. What <laughs> What celebrity would Ange cheat on his wife with with a hall pass?
1: So you're saying which one? That Andrew
0: would like you know he yeah his wife would give the okay yeah you can have her. What celebrity? Salma Ed Hayek Dada over who?
4: She I, I her too she's good. Salma Ooh. Hayek.
0: Salma Hayek. Mm, we were looking for Kate Beckinsale. Kate mm-hmm. Beckinsale.
4: You know whatever. I'm, I'm always saying I always say to my wife you know can we do this? I go I want to have a threesome with Kate Beckinsale. That's not happening.
1: Okay, Agent, no, gonna get my did. answer. When you said said hall pass for me, I was just thinking, who would my anyway?
0: All right, now, Mr. Taroukas, here we go. Three questions on the board. Okay, what was Andrew? What was Frank's or what was Frank's worst gig? Frank's worst gig. What would he say his worst gig ever was? Like, you know, know, oh, here we go.
4: Do I know this one? No, because you do possibly. Yeah, the I want to say there was the um, did you? Right. Wasn't there a, a gig at an ice cream place where the mic wasn't working?
0: No, oh, that yeah, it was that called a clip three months ago. <laughs> that,
4: that, yeah, for the, uh, uh, ice cream place. If I remember, that the mic wasn't working. I, I and did they had
0: problems with
1: it. It was uh, a yeah,
0: Mr. Tarukas. It was a TV taping that Mr. Sprone performed in front of a bunch of students who didn't understand the English language. Right, the English That's- as a second language.
1: Yeah. It was like Germans or something,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. the yeah, jokes I'm, weren't landing that I'm night. Like,
1: why aren't they laughing? The
0: bombs are <laughs> landing, not the jokes. That's fine. So, yeah, been
1: my jokes, though. I don't All know. All right, Mr. Chu, okay, I you, go,
0: gave, you can redeem yourself. You could redeem yourself. I gave this one away. What, what would Frank say the best meal you guys ever had would be? Here we go. Well,
4: now, I mean, the best honestly would be with his mom's panzos.
0: Bingo, nailed it, buddy, right on the head. I've said that
4: regardless because. She makes them so freaking good, man. We eat so many of them. You Here, know? Hey,
1: ask Ange, who were you eating with and how many did you have? Well, your brother in law, we had at the first time we were about 17 or 18 each.
4: Yeah. Wow. 10, pl- ten plus, yeah. Last year, I had about nine or 10. Yeah. Can't eat as much anymore.
0: Now, now without getting into your mom's secret recipe, Frank, what is it? Is it the dough or is it the stuffing that makes it?
1: It's just, it is her dough, mm-hmm. the way she makes it, the way she fries it. It's kind of crispy on the outside, but it's very mm-hmm. light. It's mm-hmm. very light and just the right combo. And it's just plain margarita style, just sauce with cheese, a little bit of salt and pepper. They okay. melt in your mouth. There's just something about them. It's made with love.
4: That's yeah. why. I, I, oh, hey, Frank-
0: that's, I mean, that's the, what any good meal is made of. Now, Ange, to cap it off, what would be Frank's Hall pass? What would Frank's wife give him a hall pass on? What celeb?
1: would she allow me? I think so, Trish
0: Stratus. Wow, are are Stratus Frank?
1: She did work out at my gym. I actually oh, go. got her a gig in ph- uh, photography years ago. And, uh, <laughs> and 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 believe it or not, actually, when my wife just closed her dance school, she her kid used to come. She used to bring yeah. her son for hip hop. Yeah, I Unfortunately, saw. Unfortunately,
0: Trish Stratus was not the answer. Frank chose one of the golden girls, Betty White, oh, Betty yeah. White, because she's That's dead. That's the lame. only
4: one. Man, seriously. <laughs> That's
1: so
0: fucking lame.
1: That's okay, the only guys,
0: one that my, my wife all would day. allow me. <laughs> we could do this all day. Clearly over 30 years of friendship. Uh, but Angelo, you got some dates coming up. You're at Jokers this weekend. Let's hope the mics work. Uh, <laughs> give them the show cards. <laughs> Jokers this weekend, they added a third
4: show, Vince, on Saturday at 6 p.m. And next week, I'm in Ottawa at Yuck Yucks. Yuck Yucks, Ottawa.
0: And then in in March, you're coming to Hamilton.
4: And then uh, March 3rd, Kingston, Ontario, Greek Center. And March 4th, Hamilton, Greek Center.
0: GTA, listen up, baby. What do you got coming up? uh i actually believe it or
1: not have a greek fundraiser that i'm doing uh on on uh, february oh man what is it 20th or ah it's a saturday uh it's in a couple weeks Um, Too many left yeah Yeah. i know it's it's, february such a short month and uh i got more coming up but nothing's in stone yet i got a few corporate gigs but uh nothing to the public but i'll let you guys know go on my instagram
4: Oh, you should see this frank yes better be there September 17th, Barnesville Gallery Theater Los Angeles. We're doing another show in LA.
0: Boom. Just announced, we're, thank you, we're boys.
4: On your show. We're gonna break it on your show. Nobody wow. knows yet.
0: I love that. Uh <laughs> thank you again for your time today, boys. Angel Tarukas, Frank Sprone, coming to comedy clubs near you, follow them online. This has been another stellar episode of Inside Jokes. I'm Vince, Tedesco. I just screwed up my last name. We'll talk to That's- you next week.
2: Hi, this is Alicia Carusi, and you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. This week, we're listening to Danny
0: Martinello.
3: I took theater. Uh, <laughs> 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 I took theater, that's the thing. Everybody's like, oh, you're from Alberta, you, you should be in the trades. They think I played hockey, too, right? Like, I don't, I've never played a game of hockey in my life. I haven't. You know, I don't even know how to skate.
1: See? All you guys don't believe me. <laughs>
3: And that's the thing, I gotta tell, cause hockey kids are like, oh, sick man, like, how's your hands? And I gotta be like, soft, bro, what do you mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? My dangles are sponsored by dub, dude, you know? That's how it is, they go, oh! right? Because every time I tell them, I immediately feel like I just calf-fished a dude, right? they look at me like, they well, you don't, you're not, what you sound like, you know? And they're like, what did you do your whole life? And I'm like, Hamlet over hockey, bro. Like, that's what I was doing. They're like, you know about McDavid? I'm like, I'm from Edmonton. Of course I know about McDavid, but do you know about Macbeth? That's the question <laughs> you need to answer, you know? It's always funny, and they're always like, uh, when I was growing up in high school, that's what I was, right? Because everybody thinks I'm different, but I'm a theater kid through and through, right? You wouldn't believe it, but we come in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> you know, right? And I, but I did have an athletic background, right? Like I played soccer and I wrestled, right? But I, 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 I didn't feel like I fit into theater because I brought that athletic energy to theater, right? When everybody was doing their monologues, I was sitting in the sidelines, like, hit
1: your marks! <laughs> And then when they would do it, I'd be like, good play,
4: yeah baby, all day, every day.